Fit for Life Radio, episode number 134. Your hosts, Gary and Will. What's good? Will just got back from the wilderness. The wilderness. I feel like that could be a good, if you just decide to live out there, you could have a whole Instagram. The wilderness? Yeah. That is a good idea. I like that a lot. Just run with it. That's the best will pun I've ever heard. But you don't have any wilderness skills? I have some. Like like legit survival skills, I'll probably be at a disadvantage, but mm-hmm. I can do your basics. Yeah. I think I can start a fire. Beta hook. I know how to beta hook, man. I've been baiting a hook since 88. <laughs> All right. Well, today, we are not going to be a wilderness podcast. No. We're discussing how fat loss is a phase, not a lifestyle. I think developing this mindset is important for people because a lot of times when we decide, hey, you know, maybe we go to the doctor and they're like, you need to lose weight or we just feel like we miss our old pair of jeans and we don't fit into them and we're like, I got to lose fat. I got to lose weight. And then it feels so daunting because everything we like, we go into it thinking this is my new life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm always hungry all the time (laughs) and it's just, it's not a good way to live. Yeah, but if you step back and you think typically we maybe find ourselves in this situation because we've been living in a phase where we haven't had any guardrails, we have just consumed ad lib, we've, when we get hungry immediately we eat and overconsume and gain weight for typically it doesn't happen you know, over weeks, it happens over months and years, yeah. right? So you know, when we enter a fat loss phase, there is going to be some discomfort because we just spent a lot of time doing the exact opposite. And your brain and body gets used to whatever you are doing. So if that's over consuming and all of a sudden you're not having as much, your brain's like, well, we need more. We're used to living with more and you're going to be hungry. And it isn't comfortable because everything inside of you is trying to reach kind of where you were before. Yeah. So then when you enter maybe this fat loss phase, Though it's important to remember you don't need to be and you should not be in it forever, right? It's not a perpetual thing. Yeah, eventually you want to get to where you're trying to get and then you back out of that. Then you want to go to maybe a more controlled maintenance where you're now maintaining things, but that's going to involve eating more food. Um, you know, than you were used to when you were dieting and losing weight, Uh, you know, focusing on things like your performance with your physical activities and hobbies. And you really want to then kind of support those things and not get caught in this like uh, perpetual dieting. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Cycle. Cycle and stage, but also not just dieting, but also just like, you know, less, less, less. Right. Um, And we notice that a lot with people who maybe never even really get into like fitness and muscle building. You know, that's not a primary goal of theirs, but then they typically enter this world with just a dieting um, scarcity mindset, yep. right? And then, then they end up, oh, well, they associate exercise with less and dieting, right? And then so every time they decide to work out, it's typically also paired with, well, I need to eat as little as possible. I need to lose weight. I need to suffer, right? I need to exercise as much as I can to burn all this off. Mm-hmm. But the reality is 
even if your goal is not to build massive amounts of muscle, you want to be able to find a place where you enter a stage, like a maintenance stage, where you still focus on, you know, feeding your performance, eating enough to support your activity, um, feeling good, things like that, right? And that's where you're actually going to spend. That's where you live. Yeah, most of your time. But people bounce between these two extremes, right, of like fat loss dieting and off the rails, <laughs> off the rails, no, no uh, guard, guard rails. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, that leads to the yo-yo approach. So you're probably like shaking your head agreeing, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's me. me. And so we're going to kind of break down what really a fat loss phase should look like uh, with our nutrition coaching program. We have like three phases that we work through. Um, we kind of. To simplify, like awareness phase, which is where we're learning, start developing the skills really needed to lose weight, lose fat. Number two is in that phase, those skills and awareness are established. Now, hey, we're going to like dial in our portions. We're going to then purposely enter a phase where like we know we are going to be losing weight. That's going to come with, hey, you're going to be hungry. That's part of losing weight. Hey, you're going to have to make trade-offs. That comes with the territory. You're going to have to say no. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you'll lose inches. You'll lose pounds. Your clothes will fit better, right? All that stuff starts to feel addicting and and fun, right? But you also can't stay there. You have to know, hey, maybe you hit your goal or you've been in that phase for a long enough time. You need to chill. Yep, we're going to now back out. Go to, you know, a phase three, which is like lifestyle integration. Up the calories. You know, support. Again, still keep. Hey, still track your weight. Yeah, still keep your habits. Still keep an eye on your portions. Uh, maybe it doesn't mean tracking them, you know, calorie for calorie. It more just means, hey, being mindful um, of like, you know, using our hand to kind of portion our food or just kind of knowing from the skills we developed, but a little looser, but just not willy nilly. Yeah. And something I think that is good to keep in mind that some people forget is that Losing weight is stressful mm-hmm. to the body. And, like, you don't want to stay there for years at a time. You yep. know, like, you do need maintenance periods yeah. for your body to kind of work like it's supposed to. So, um, you know, that could leave you feeling like if you're long-term, you know, in a deficit, like, you're going to feel kind of run down. And, mm-hmm. you know, your your strength training, your workouts are probably going to not be quite as good. Um, yep. So it is important to have that balance of the, you know, the down and then the up for, for a period of being in that maintenance. Yep. And, you know, you give yourself room, right? Like no one should ever have like, I'm going to be this exact weight. No. You know, you want to have like a buffer, a range. And then you have to, and then you trust that, hey, when you get to your goal, yes, you're going to increase your calories. You're not just going to gain fat from that. No. Those calories are also going to go to, hey, your exercise performance, your recovery from your workouts, you know, strength things like that. And your daily um, movement will daily usually movement, increase. Brain power, right? That's why we start to feel grumpy and lethargic when we're dieting because our brain uses, you know, calories as Yeah, it well. uses glucose, man, and it needs it. Yeah. So when they start to limit itself, your body kind of starts to, you know, not function as well. Um, and then when, hey, it gets a signal like calories are coming in, it ramps things up. At the same time, we can also feel lethargic in things when we're consuming too much, yes. right? Um, so it's really finding that happy middle ground, AKA maintenance, maintenance. Um, but it's important. Like Will said, you need to develop the mindset that this is where I'm actually going to be most of the time, right? In between where this like 
we go into the extreme dieting phases versus no rails, right? That's, you know, n none of those places are places we want to stay very no. long, especially in today's food environment and, you know, world, essentially. So mentally we know, okay, we do want to lose weight, lose body fat. So we put a one way is to put a time frame on it. Like, hey, I'm going to just diet and work on this for eight weeks, right? Or 12 weeks, really mm -hmm. 12 weeks at the most. Uh, yeah, 12 weeks is probably the most before you need a break. You know, it depends on, it's all kind of context dependent on, yeah. you know, if someone's obese and has over 150 pounds to lose. They can stay in for a little longer. Yeah, because most of the negative consequences don't come until we get to lower and lower uh, body fat percentages and things mm -hmm. like that. So... Yeah, you want to, and then you also, and have a plan. You want to have a plan for coming out of your fat loss phase, right? Because again, that deprivation and kind of mindset of less, we have to pull out of that. We have to, uh, we, we do not want to stay there. We do not want that to become our lifestyle. Because uh, then after a while, we'll just lose muscle and, and it'll all backfire. Yeah, you kind of start to, to go down the slope um, mm -hmm. afterwards, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. And we see that a lot with clients who have lost a, a significant amount of weight because it's fun to see the scale go down. Yeah, it is like in people notice, so you get then you get positive reinforcement. Um, but ultimately we get addicted to maybe that uh, those kind of rewards, right? And the reality is they're not going to be there forever. No. Eventually we get to where you're going to run out. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't start to reward maintenance and, and, and giving yourself, you know, enough, um, you're going to run into some problems. Yeah. Yeah. Maintenance is hard though. I think, and then the shift from, from losing weight to maintaining is hard for some people. And sometimes it's that they're afraid to eat more food. Mm hmm. You know, because like, hey, you know, maybe that, yeah, they were overweight and they lost all, you know, all this weight and they feel good and they're worried like, oh, well, if I start eating more, I'm not going to have control and I'm going to gain it all back. Yeah. You know, and that's something that is common enough. Um, so one thing I do like, and this is per for me, um, giving myself coming out of a deficit, like a range, mm -hmm. you know, so then it's not just like, oh, you're eating all this, you know, way more food. It's like, all right, well, we're going to go, if I was eating in, you know, for a deficit at like 1,800 calories, well, maybe I'll give myself the buffer of like 1,800 to 2,400 calories. And then I'm not, you know, giving myself this all-access pass to just mm -hmm. go shoot for the moon. You know, I'm giving myself some grace and letting myself come out of the deficit under a little bit more control. Yeah. Another thing I like to do is... So whatever I was dieting on, mm -hmm. I keep the foods, keep the structure, keep all that the same, especially initially. And then I'll just add 500 calories of new food, mm -hmm. right? So, but I still keep those same habits. You're not going to go willy nilly. Yeah. It's just like, hey, I need to up my calories. I'm going to add 500 calories to this kind of process I already have going on. Yeah. So you just have your base and then you just layer on yeah. top of so it. So not much changes. You know, obviously it's been working for you. Yeah. You just get to add something extra. That's, be, and that's basically what I do too. It could be more of the same things you've been eating or a treat or just something completely different. Yeah. A lot of times it's just adding for me, like adding more carbs in my day, mm -hmm. like eating more rice or more fruit or potatoes or whatever it is. Cause that's just an easy one. Yeah. Cause generally my protein is going to largely stay the same no matter where I'm at with, you know, maintenance or gaining weight or losing weight. 
Um, so carbs are just the really easy one to, to manage up and down. So yeah. I'll just add to my portions with that. And the thing to realize and know is doing this and staying in a fat loss phase, trying to make it a lifestyle, it's not going to give you your best body either. No. Because a lot of people have experience where they lose weight and then they still don't have the tone look they're looking for. That's because you need some muscle for that. Yeah. Right. So you have to have these maintenance phases where, you know, your body can build muscle or just maintain it or gain strength. Uh, otherwise, if you're trying to always push fat loss and less, it's super stressful in your body. You're definitely not gaining muscle. Nope. Um, you're risking losing muscle. So, you know, maintenance phases and where you want to be most of the time are what help lead to your, your best body. Your long-term best body. Yeah, because you have to have those periods of um, supporting these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, and if you ever, like, if you're listening along and you're like, man, I think that's me. Like, I've, you know, you've lost a substantial amount of weight, but at the end you're like, I still, you know, I'm not happy with this. It The solution is generally not if you've lost a considerable amount, like, I need to lose more more weight. A lot of times it's I need a better base of muscle mm -hmm. to give me my athletic or toned look or whatever you um, want to call it because you do need that, you know. You can't just have no muscle and expect to look, you know, like an athlete or whatever you want to look. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I, like me personally, I try to, you know, most of the year be at like maintenance, even sometimes push just gaining. Mm -hmm. for, so that's going to be 8 to 10 months out of the year between the two and at most dieting out of two months out of the year. Um, yeah. Sometimes even less. Right. But obviously yeah, when you're kind of where you want to be bouncing around that same five to 10 pounds, um, you won't need as much, you yeah. know, if, your if maintenance more of the time because of that. Yeah. But in the beginning stages, you might have more fat loss phases or spend a little more time there. But again, realize it's not a lifestyle. The cl as you get to your goal, the less you're going to have those phases. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you may find, hey, you know what? I'm going to have, yeah, times where I loosen up. I don't track as much. And I know I'm going to have too much where I go through a fat loss phase every year. And that becomes your flow and process. And that's perfectly fine, right? Yeah. Um, you may find it a healthy balance in that you enjoy the fat loss phases more and creating some of that discipline and structure. And, and then over time, that keeps you in your range, right? Yeah. Where you want to be. But the key is, you know, whatever kind of time allotments you choose is that, you know, I have different phases, uh, you know, I'm going to enter and exit and fat loss restriction is really going to the smallest out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the more you can slip back into maintenance in between, you know, as maybe you are continuing to lose weight and you do have um, maybe a good bit to lose when you're done with, say, hey, I'm going to lose for three months. The more often you're able to, you know, go into a, a maintenance phase and add a little bit in the way of calories, the easier it gets long term because you're you're doing that repeatedly. And eventually that's going to be your lifestyle because yeah. I'm just going to live here. So you're practicing being OK with that over time. Whereas if you're in a fat loss phase for, I don't know, two years or something wild like that, where you're just kind of in a deficit perpetually, it's going to be really hard yeah. physically and mentally for you to be at maintenance. Yeah. Like it's just hard to live with because you haven't ever been there. Yeah. And one thing I want to add to this is the exercise portion. A lot of times when people try and enter a fat loss phase, they also ratchet up.
their exercise and mm-hmm. try to do more, which I get it from an intuitive standpoint. It's like, oh, well, I want to lose weight. I need to burn more Let me calories. Crank this up. Eat less. But the reality is that actually just causes way more stress. And really, fat loss phases, you almost want to train less mm-hmm. because you have less going in to help with recovery. There's less positive um, outcomes because you're not you're restricting yourself from fuel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, the more body fat you have, the less a concern this is because yes. you do have plenty of fuel stored on your body. But as you get leaner and closer to your to your goal, the more important that balance is, right? And a common one is what do most people do when they diet or want to lose weight and restrict calories? They do a ton of cardio because, yeah. again, it gives a sensation of fatigue. And, and the sweating. Sweating and burning calories, and they do more. And they might even drop their resistance training, right? <laughs> this is the worst stuff you can do, yeah. right? If anything, if you're only going to do anything, you want to do resistance Do training. your strength training and then walk, and yeah. that's it. Yep, and then, you know – you have periods of, okay, let me be done with dieting. I want to maintain. You're increasing your food intake. This is when you should increase your activity and yeah. exercise. Um, so that is a general yeah, kind of. Yeah, people get that backwards Yeah, mindset that you want to you flip. And then something that comes with, like, cranking up your, your activity, you're going to be more hungry. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people run into. They're like, you know, they do stuff every day and they run and they do high intensity workouts and they're always hungry and they have trouble not eating. When you're perpetually yep. like even more hungry than normal, like it's hard to say no all of the time. Yeah. So it just makes it more difficult. It muddies the water of, of dieting down because there's just way more variables involved. So really trying to do the minimum effective dose is your best bet. Yeah. And you see a lot of it's, this is all mindset stuff yeah right this is where you mindset and expectation expectation and you have to trust the process yeah it would be hard and uncomfortable at first to like exercise less when you want to lose weight right and to um eventually lose it and definitely i mean this is a big thing we say this like it's very easy yeah it's not (laughs) It's not. There's a lot of like psychology that's going to work against it. We get, especially you say you've been bigger and now your whole life and you lost a bunch of weight. And then some, you're like, now I need to eat more again. Yeah, the fear is there. It's scary, right? Because then we, we typically will view food as um, just all bad. The enemy. Yeah. We, you know, so yeah, we have to develop mindset. And that's where having a coach helps to kind of guide you through this process, you know, help you add the appropriate amount and realize this is going to go towards fueling good things, not just creating more body fat yeah. right so it is a tr- it's we don't want to uh downsize the effect that again that these are simple concepts but we they're not easy to execute no there, there's um, just a lot going on you know with mm-hmm. pe- emotions and past experiences there's just there's a lot to it it's more than just you know the amount of food you're eating yeah so th- you know as with all of this stuff the psychological component is really you know what ha- where like the hangups lie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, don't feel bad if you're thinking like, well, this sounds great, but I, I'm very scared and, and you go to try it and you can't make any progress. With yeah. It, right? And like, that's, it's, it's more normal than not to have trouble with it. If, mm-hmm. especially if you've been, you know, going through it long term or you've been through, you know, a pretty big transformation, but having somebody to help you out, is very helpful, yeah. you know, because like people like us have seen 
this often. You yeah. know, we've we've helped people through it, and we know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So having somebody that is experienced with it is just it takes a little bit of stress off of you. Yeah, and that's where you know realize where most of us struggle and go wrong was when we have zero awareness, zero accountability. Like in this food environment, it's in the modern world, it's just abundance, right? And that's what gets us into trouble. So when we say there's phases and there's a maintenance and you're gonna have to eat more than when you're in a fat loss phase, there's still gonna have to be guardrails and it, you know, it doesn't just mean unlimited and now you're crushing, you know, cheat meals every day. Yeah. Um, it's just, again, finding the balance to give yourself enough. You want to always be pushing. I want to eat as much as possible while still maintaining my activity level, my body composition, things like that. Yes. So, um, you know, it takes work. It takes learning. But ultimately, the point we want to get across is you don't want to stay at the bottom of that scale, right? Perpetually. Of like, you know, as little as possible dieting, I'm pushing, you know, um, the limits of what I can get away with on a, you know, less is more type scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when everything tells you, you know, lose more weight, lose more weight, lose more weight. And everybody feels like they always Mm -hmm. have to be doing that. So, well, the thing we see is for most people with dieting and fat loss is the shotgun approach, right? Mm -hmm. Which is where it's just like, well, let me just do a bunch of cardio, do a bunch of exercise and just eat as little as possible. Basically nothing. And yeah, maybe we lose weight for a little while, but you know, we're also like losing way more muscle. We're losing, you know, there's, and then next time you go to do it, it's going to be harder because you have less muscle. Yeah. There's way more mental stress and we just ultimately, and then we develop the habits and skills to only do it at that extreme approach. Yeah. When the reality is we want to eat as much as we can while still losing, we want to create a small deficit so that we're still able to support, um, you know, our activity levels and muscle and things like that. Um, so yeah, we want to take more of like a, I, I feel bad using all these gun analogies, but like a sniper rifle, right? <laughs> versus a shotgun. Um, yeah, so, just a little more precision. Yeah. And, and then even then, even when you're taking that approach and you do actually get in the deficit and you're losing weight and you get get to where you want to get or it's been a while, two or three months, then we're going to, you know. Slight raise. Slightly add back in four or 500 calories, but you're going to feel better. You're going to notice your p- performance improves, your mental improves. And hey, I actually enjoy, I feel good. That's where you want to end up. That's me. And not taking the shotgun approach upward either of like, I'm just, you know, freedom. Like I'm not in a deficit anymore. I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And you just go ham. That's also not healthy or a good approach to take. So. Yep. So hopefully that, you know, get your your brain churning. Yeah. Something, you know, see if, if you're guilty of kind of taking that all or nothing. Yeah, and it's, look, it's what is out there information-wise and people feel like they have to do. So, you know, if that's where you're at, there's not like there's anything wrong with you. You know, just do your best to, you know, shift the mindset. If you need help, find a coach, reach out to one of us or, um, you know, something like that, and somebody can help you. Yep, and repeat after us. Fat loss is not a phase. I'm sorry, don't repeat after us. (laughs) Fat loss is a phase, not a lifestyle. Yes. Right? So, you know, you don't want to be perpetually dieting, perpetually restricting. You want to go in, have a plan, 
and be able to exit that kind of mindset and, a- and actual actions and yes. that really main- maintaining and maintenance that phase is, is really the lifestyle phase. That's the goal you want. The lifestyle integration. Yeah. So, and like I said, a good way to break it down is have three phases. One is like an awareness. So maybe where you're kind of like learning some of these skills, figuring things out, then your f- actual fat loss phase, and then you pull through that and go into like a maintenance or like lifestyle integration. Mm-hmm. And that's where you, the habits and structures and portions where you're really um, living with. So yeah. fat loss is not where you live. No. Which also helps a lot of people because then mentally you can tell yourself, hey, this isn't going to be forever. Yes, there's some hunger involved. Oh, uh, yes, I have to say no to things, make these trade-offs. Yeah. It's not forever. But again, yeah, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. This is a three-month phase. I know I can buckle down for that amount of time and accept the hunger and the trade-offs and then, yeah. you know, relax a little Especially bit. Especially if we were in willy-nilly phase for eight years, 12 years, 20 years. Yeah. You know, you have to remind yourself, yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to have to, you know, go through this. And it takes some, some retraining and um, new behaviors and habits. And that is always hard at first, but it gets better as you go. And as you're doing, you know, as you're executing and you're doing all of the things you know you're supposed to do, it gets easier because you will see the result. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll wrap, wrap it up with that. Yep. We appreciate you for listening. Check back next week. Yeah, we'll see you next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at coastalfitnessva.com or garydeagle.com. We'll see you next time.